0: This is Mitchell and Michael. No conditions apply. Oh, wait, Mitchell and Michael, other conditions. Hmm.
1: Just a couple of boys from WA. But
0: if you're not, that's okay.
1: It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome, everybody, to the podcasted show today. We've got Scott Phillips on. He's going to tell you how to save money with Motley Fool um, because we don't know how. Oh, no, no, wait.
0: We do. Because I got the bargain bit. And I'll show you how the Bargain Bin Laden over here likes to save a few bucks.
1: Yeah. Boy, do you.
0: And that's by eating expiring food.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's one in there. We'll tell you what it is. A little little, uh, little hint of Vegemite hot cross buns. I'll tell you what. Speaking of being the Bargain Bin Laden, that is food terrorism. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's very bizarre. I did eat them, and it's, it's weird. It's not bad. It's not good. I guess that's Vegemite in a nutshell, isn't it? and Duh. we'll protect it to the end cuz we're Australian. It's
1: not in a nutshell, that's Nutella. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. Oh, jeez, oh. more jokes like that coming up now with Ben Harvey.
0: Politics, crime, sport, finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> It's Up Early with Ben Har-Harvey.
1: Mm, Michael Ross. Ooh, give me those headlines. Italy's police have arrested Matteo Massina Denaro, the country's uh, most wanted mafia boss who'd Ooh. been on the run for three decades in Palmeiro, uh where he'd gone for therapeutic treatment. Can't believe he went back there. Very Sicily of him. <laughs> <laughs> that's also where it is. So Yeah, that's- Palermo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rupert Murdoch has been spotted soaking up the sun in Barbados in the company of his new flame a mere couple of months after his divorce from ex-Jerry Hall. His new partner is much younger than him and is believed to be Amelia Earhart. (laughs) Because he's old. (laughs) Oh, we found her. Uh, Also, that's where she went missing. So that's kind of clever as well. Yeah, it's nice. It's got layers. Yep. Uh, And finally, a pregnant woman has had to have two surgeries, spend seven nights in hospital, and will need a skin graft uh, from what she claims was a bite from a spider. Overall, health-wise, she is okay, but her baby will probably end up with long legs. (laughs) (laughs) Because the daddy has long legs. (laughs) Okay, that's what you needed. You
0: needed to say the daddy part to get the real kicker, you know. What I'm you? sure she'll be fine in spite of the damage. Oh, nice! Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's, there's options.
1: The baby is <laughs> wriggling and jiggling inside her. I don't
0: know. <laughs> is that around the twinty? <laughs> yeah, from the
1: spider. Ross, <laughs> we're talking tennis. Baby be the I'll be the song's called. Song's it's called here. Tennis <laughs> call By Lord. Uh, <laughs> We move on. It? <laughs> uh, I don't think she actually does at all. Uh, but look, the 2023 total prize pool for winning the Australian Open, of course, in the men's, uh, seventy-six point five million dollars in the prize pool. No, nah, it's actually like, it's actually total um, that they can win. So let's say the let's say the winner gets I don't know ten. And then it goes back yeah, from there. Because so, you get a lot just for showing up. Yeah, which is, uh, which is part of the, the win. Now, two, uh, 2023 is the total prize pool, $76 million. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you to have a guess. How much was in the total prize pool in 2019? So four years
0: ago. Um, but it was before COVID. Does that mean there was more money? I'm going to say yes. I reckon this is a little trick. I reckon it was like 80.
1: Well, you're dumb. It's 62.5. Okay,
0: so it's still going up. I love these.
1: (laughs) Now, how much was in the total prize pool in 2013 at the Australian Open if the 2023 prize pool was 76.5 mil? But then that's quite a while ago. So
0: it was only like... Thirty million? Are we really booming
1: now? Oh, he's got it on the dot. Yeah, what an ace! Uh, twenty thirteen. Yeah, thirty million dollars in the prize pool. Now, if the prize pool in twenty twenty three is seventy six point five million dollars, mm-hmm. how much Michael Ross was in the prize pool in nineteen seventy? Carton. <laughs> you're not you're, like you're not far off. Ten <laughs> grand. That's it. Yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> Cha-ching. <laughs> ten grand in what? Nineteen ninety three.
1: No, 1970. Oh,
0: 1970. Sorry. My brain went into the 90s for some reason. Mm. But 1970, 10 grand. What's that adjusted for inflation? Probably still only about 100 grand now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, so still really not. But was it Was it still amateur in 1970? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a big payday if you were like semi-pro. Because that was, did you actually know that the, the Opens, Australian Open, American Open, they were for not the professionals, but they were better. And the pros were jealous of these comps because they had the better players.
1: Well, so if anything, really now, the Australian Open is, like, closed. Like, you can't just. Yeah.
0: Well, no, it's still technically. So you, yeah. we could get you, we could get you into next year's. Really? yes, if we take you to the to the correct club competitions, yeah. you can get an invite. If you win enough club comps as an amateur, yeah. you can actually be given an invite, and then you have to play in the days that aren't on TV, but like so it started yesterday, but but on the weekend you would have been playing to try and get in.
1: Look, yeah. I played tennis over the holidays, Did and you, you know, once upon a time, full disclosure, it was when I was younger, and I've learned, remember how I thought I could beat Dylan Alcott? It's not a chance in hell. No way. Not <laughs> a chance in yeah. hell.
0: love a show. Do you love going to like a, Ooh, like a, yeah. no, oh, no, like a
1: royal show? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, whatever. You know, wear a crown.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, they're always really fascinating. You get to enjoy events that don't exist anywhere
1: else. Like, yeah, like the pig throw. Yeah,
0: like, <laughs>
1: yeah, where there's, or like, <laughs> you
0: got like what, the sheep diving. Was that,
1: was it here, or was it um, in country, SA where we live, the octopus throw?
0: Yes, the Port McDonald like, octopus toss. There's also, I believe, yeah. in Port Lincoln, they have tuna throwing. Yeah. Like, these really bizarre events. Um, this is one that I think that everyone should adopt, but it's only done, I believe, in Iowa, so, the Iowa State Fair, yeah. huge, they hold this event called the Husband Calling Contest. Okay. In which women get up on stage and call their husbands.
1: Like so that, like a, like lehu or like on the phone?
0: <laughs> no, as in, like, they're at the back of the paddock yeah. and you're calling them, or it's dinner time and you're calling yeah. them in the house yep. and you put it on, like, so you're, you're measuring things like volume, originality in the oh. call. Uh, like the choice of like sounds you use. Yep. I'm going to play you some from this year and I want to see if you can find like this year's winner at the Iowa State Fair for husband calling. Number one.
1: Bob, Bob, hurry up. I don't want to be late. Bob,
0: Robert, Dean. What oh, do you think? Of-
1: <laughs> no, Robert, he's in <laughs> trouble.
0: De- uh, just first of all, like what are you giving that one out of 10? Ha- Bob. <laughs>
1: Bob. Um, <laughs> do you like it? I would like, I would like, obviously, to compare it to something, but right now I would give it about a five or a six. Out of it ten. feels
0: a little. It feels like it could build yeah. from there. Okay. also
1: was it um, Roseanne Barr? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Next up. Yoo-hoo! yoo-hoo
1: Keith, hey, hoo yoo-hoo, cuckoo,
0: cuckoo. The clock says.
1: <laughs> Is that an undercover cop? <laughs> the clock says cuckoo. That's very weird. Um, Calling for Keith. I, I want to give that a, I want to give that a five, but give... Not impressed? Yeah, like give the other one a six, but now bumps that up to a six. All right. Number three. I am looking for a husband. I am single. I work full time, own my own house. I am lonely. <laughs> she Just,
0: is lonely. Uh, she doesn't have a husband to call. So this contestant called for a husband. Hmm. What do we
1: think? Ooh, originality, you said, was part of it. I'll yeah. give her a seven. Seven? Give her a seven. Okay. So it's chronologically going up. Okay, and final one. Roy! Whoa. Can you hear me? You get yourself in here right now! Roy, 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 Roy!
0: <laughs> the Iowa State Fair Husband Calling Contest, that was uh, the fourth yes. competitor. It's good volume, isn't it?
1: Yeah, he's uh, her husband named Roy. His name is Roy. Yeah, okay. Roy, um, Roy, Roy, Roy. I would say that's an eight. It's really up
0: there, yeah, isn't it? So, yeah. who do you think won out of so all of these people? Like these, this is the top four. Yeah, who won the twenty twenty two Iowa State Fair?
1: Roy's ball and chain. You think it's Roy? It's got to be. You think so, wouldn't you? But it goes to
0: Dawn Mania, who was looking for a husband. Oh, the they creativity! It, yeah, got they it. went with the they went with the creativity. But
1: why? It's obviously not a good call because her husband went. Geez, I'm not going home to that. <laughs>
0: It's time for all you little bin chickens to dive into Michael's Bargain Bin.
1: Join the Facebook group, Michael's
0: Bargain Bin, to brag and boast about all your bargain finds. It's a magical place, Michael's Bargain Bin. I encourage you to join the group now on Facebook. It's like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Like the wonders inside will blow your mind. I'm about to drop my first big bargain of the year.
1: Oof. What do you got? Bigger than the 80 cent hot cross buns. In
0: terms of savings, that was that was amazing, and I had to put it up there. We had the mm-hmm. Vegemite hot cross bun 80% off down to 80 cents from $4. But this is like this is a great haul. Yep. This is like all in one go at the shops. I got a weekend's worth of food out of this. Check this out, alright. Starting off with a stone-baked ciabatta loaf. Oh. Delicious. Typically four bucks. Now $1.65. So uh, huge. Garlic bread was $3, now $1. five. That better go with my ricotta and spinach. And yolotti was $7, now $2.80. Wow. Delicious. How about some ham to go in that ciabatta loaf? $4 down to $1.44. Chicken burgers with zucchini and parmesan in yeah. the burger was 9 bucks. Now four ninety five. Wow. And do you like your cult? Uh I don't. I did. (laughs) I don't like your cult. Was four bucks, now ninety-two cents. Did you buy it? Did did buy it because my wife likes it. I tell you what, this is your cult. Why? She
1: likes your cult. I don't know why. That sour milk she does like disgusting things. (laughs) So, all up. (laughs) Twelve dollars eighty-one. You are sour milk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: I I understand. (laughs) It would have been thirty-one
1: bucks. Oh wow!
0: I got it for twelve dollars eighty, and with that Mm. there was four chicken patties. That's two dinners. There was the spinach. Yeah, because two. Do you have a patty each? Patty each.
1: Cool. All right. Sorry, I didn't know I had a show with a baby. Have two, you man.
0: <laughs> what are you talking about? Have Look two. at me. This body can't have two. It should barely have one. It should be alone in the dark Just walk until off... it loses about 10 kegs. Walk,
1: walk a faster pace to your car and you could have two.
0: <laughs> so that's two dinners. The yep, spinach ricotta nice. and your lottie. That's yep. another dinner right there. The ham, the ciabatta loaf, yep. that's getting spread across lunches yeah. and dinners. So how many days we got? That was... That was three dinners, and there's still some pasta for lunch today. So that was like, that was a full weekend, like a full three days, Friday through to Sunday, and then there's still a little bit of leftover pasta I can have for lunch when I get
1: home. Do you look at people in soup kitchens and go, Lucky bugger?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I often go, what's well, your money? <laughs> <laughs> look, if there's one thing WA really loves, it's cars. Because we need them more than any other state. We've got to cover a lot of space, even in the metro. Like, we love our big freeways. I I took some uh, friends from SA to Perth. Yeah. And they were like, this is ridiculous. Like, how how long have we been on this one road? I'm like, it's the freeway. You can get from, like, the top to the bottom. We love cars. That's what we do. And the government knows we love cars, and there's lots of speed cameras. Oh, no. I didn't get caught. No, because I have never been caught speeding
1: don't you're like you like you missed a 10 and 2 like
0: I should get rewarded
1: you should you should actually you
0: should and if I was in New South Wales I would really? as as of this year they will be trialing in New South Wales for the next year that if you don't get any driving infringements if you don't get any demerit points they will take away a demerit point early so in most states what when you get slapped with a fine and you go oh here's a couple of demerit points those points will sit on your license for 3 years. Yeah. They say if though in the next year you don't get any more they'll take one away. So in then the year after that you could go you could be fully reset in 2 years instead of 3 if you had two on your card. If you only had one you'd be you'd be get it off in a year. So they want to reward
1: good drivers which people have been asking for for yonks. Yeah, but I don't think that's good enough. Like, you want more? Yeah. Like, you should get... You should, like, build up credit. Like, for every... <laughs> year. <laughs> every
0: year you don't get like an infringement. Get,
1: let's say you get a dollar. Okay. Uh, let's say 50 cents. You get 50 cents a day. A day that every you don't day you don't get a speeding fine. <laughs> okay. And then when you get one, you get to use it. To pay it off. Yep. Like, to pay the fine. Yep. Okay. Because some people... We'll be getting them all the time. Maybe and not if you get cents. no fine... Maybe it's like a like a prison salary. Like Maybe it's like 10 <laughs> cents.
0: And when you get no fine for the year, you could pay your license. Yeah. Because it's only like 48 bucks don't you for get one the, year don't of license.
1: Don't do that. Only for
0: pee platers.
1: If you don't get anything, they, yeah. they pay for your registration or something. Yeah.
0: And it's like, but why does not it exist for all drivers? So, New South Wales leading the way. Or... Can you give it to Honourable Peter Tinley?
1: Yeah. Uh... I will. I will give it to my uncle to to check out. Maybe they can do it like jump rope for heart. Like if you (laughs) like if you go like if you get like two or three years or something without a fine, you get like a walkman. You know?
0: Robert Palmer on Triple M, Good Times and Greatest Hits. as Mitchell and Michael. From Better Homes and Guns. <laughs> uh, he, he makes a mean shelf, doesn't he? he and really a great does. track. He really does. Hey, uh, do you find that you're a good passenger?
1: Uh, I don't like being a passenger. I'm very chauvinistic. So if it's another dude, they can, dri- <laughs> they can drive. drive. Yeah. Don't ask me why. Yeah. <laughs> But a lady, I just can't. I don't know why. Because you chauvinist. Yeah. yeah, but not in like a but it's not in like a you can't drive, you're a woman. It's like a I'm a man, I will do yeah. the, I will do the driving. It's like that nice chauvinism when you open a door no. for someone. <laughs>
0: so, okay,
1: no, 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 no. Before you get into your dumb story, how often does your wife drive while you're on the passage side? That's right. Shut up. Continue. No, no my wife
0: doesn't drive because she can't. Like, she's not good at it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a different and no, type And
0: no, that's very true, because she's still on her pee plates. Yeah, well,
1: how is she going to get better, mate?
0: <laughs> By herself.
1: And why'd you leave her locked up for 10 years and not let
0: her get it? Now, here's the thing, but when she does drive, yeah. I think that I'm a good passenger. We all know that there's oh, the basic rule of, like, the passenger does not get to decide the, the music. I was
1: gonna say, I bet... I Don't bet. touch that radio. I was going to say, I bet not, because you're not even a good passenger on this side. You won't let me drive the show. <laughs> <laughs> now, the thing I believe a passenger needs yep. to do is that
0: they are the navigator.
1: Oh, yeah, Every- like the that navigator. is that is one thing we can agree with yeah. because even the great Peter Brock, when he was driving, didn't he have a?
0: Yeah, I believe when yeah. you drive rally,
1: yeah, because he got to navigate. He can't look at the map; he's focusing on the road. Exactly. Yeah,
0: and look, maybe I can set a map before we get in the car, but then yeah. I'm, but then I'm driving. I, and like, if he, I'm not risking it in double demerits. Yeah,
1: well, no, not not even risking it. It's not about getting caught, Michael Ross. It's about the right thing to do. <laughs> it's
0: just about keeping your eyes on the and, road. And you just wouldn't and want your hands on the wheel, ten yeah. and two.
1: Yeah. So I, yeah, it's not haven't. two and fix the map, or <laughs> ten and fix the map. It's ten and two.
0: These holidays, yep. my wife, as the navigator, yeah. took us to four, count them, four businesses that were closed because she was refusing to navigate. What do you mean? She was saying, oh, like, drive, drive here. Drive to the... We were on, we were like on holiday in a town, yeah. Yeah. and she's like, drive here to the visitor center. And I was like, oh, yeah, I think I saw where that was. So I start driving yeah. to there and she doesn't look it up. As so when we get there, it's
1: closed. Oh, so you're not you're not like, okay. actually mad at the you're not mad at the navigating. You're mad at like the research. Poor research. You think they and poor navigation because to- I'm not even getting
0: there the correct way. I'm having a guess my way there. So
1: you have to go all right, so you're wanting...
0: It was, take me to this bubble tea place.
1: You want, you want background information as well.
0: And I'm like, okay, let's go over there. I think it's over there. I get there. It's closed. Four times. I want research. I want good directions. Mm. I believe it is the passenger's job to be a
1: good navigator, be a co-pilot. And half the time, it's not even skill, it's effort. It's just effort. How many times have I, as the passenger, while yeah. you're driving, because yeah. I've had little glug, glug, glug the night before, <laughs> uh, which is customary in the industry, uh, how many times have I taken you to the wrong place? Yes, But true. did I not put it in?
0: You did. You've you've done the navigating. Yeah. You took us to the wrong place multiple times because uh, you use bad apps.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I to Google. Google. <laughs> wanted to go to a school and I took him to a farm. One
0: eight hundred zero double one triple six.
1: I was like, it's a school. It's not built yet.
0: <laughs> so. I want to know. I want to know if people agree. Yeah. Is it the passenger's responsibility to be the navigator and the researcher, or is it the driver's responsibility? One eight hundred zero double one triple six. I firmly believe that the driver is, is the boss. They are the pilot when you're driving on a road trip. Or,
1: yeah, and or the, shops. the passenger is the E Street band.
0: <laughs> yes, they are there to support Bruce Springsteen, are they not? Yes. They are the support you man, are. They are, you the are. co-pilot. You are Max Weinberg. <laughs> yeah, sure. There you go. Now, my wife failed to be a good Passenger and wife, really, <laughs> because this holidays, we drove to count them four closed businesses because she was not doing any research and not even yeah, giving me directions is, on how to get there. This is the
1: other thing like the, the it's the research one for me that it's like I can see how you might think you don't have to do research, but as a passenger, you, you, you have to find do out. Research. If it's, if it's I hate, but man, I hate like not your wife, like her, but I do hate
0: that with a passion. So one eight hundred zero double one triple six. I want to know, am I am I being like correct in this, or am I in the wrong? Should the driver, in fact, have to do the research? I believe it's the passenger. We got Sarah from Newman on the line. Do you agree with me? The passenger has to do the research and navigating. Absolutely. There's too much to think about while you're driving. Yeah, I can't like, just change things on the fly. Yeah. No, no, like, my dad, I will never forgive my dad for when he was trying to teach me how to drive, and, you know, we were going down the highway or something, and then you go, oh, should have gone, should have taken that turn off. Like, just as we're passing it. Telling you too late. Should have done it. So, I just made an executive decision to ignore him, but I didn't (laughs) get my
1: license, so. I like that it's a should-off, but not. Not like a, you need to go down here. You should it's have just, gone there. Did you do that with the yeah, rest like, of your life? Why
0: didn't you tell me like a hundred meters down the road or something? Yeah, I, I want to shoot planes. I want to prepare.
1: I'm big on you have to go. You have to tell me when to go sh- straight as well. Like I don't, like I want, like if okay. we go to a roundabout, I need you to go straight, keep going straight. Yeah. Like it's not yeah. like a, like I'm I'm all for that.
0: So we all agree passenger is the navigator and my wife failed in her duties. Yes.
1: And Sarah? Absolutely. Yep, go to Sarah. T- no, t- no, t- no, no, no,
0: <laughs> I don't mean this is her duties as a wife. I meant as a passenger. <laughs> sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, I thought you meant wife. <laughs> Joining us on the line now, as he loves to, is the motley fool himself to talk money. It's the one and only Scott Phillips.
2: G'day I Happy New Year. If it's too late to say that, if not Happy New Year, if it is, forget I said
1: anything. No, you can say Merry Christmas too. Now, <laughs> what? Uh, just quickly, what scotch yes. do you drink or like alcohol?
2: Oh, I'd like a good whiskey. Uh, Glamour Angie, generally speaking. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What, what have I missed? We, we made, were placing bets as to you would drink something very nice. Yeah,
1: Michael said. You, <laughs> Michael said you only had top shelves in your house. Even...
2: <laughs> there's plenty of other shells. don't worry about that.
1: Now, now mate, I'm, re- I'm refinancing my house because uh, I've got to get away from this 7% well of Keystart. Um, yes. Finally at the point now. <laughs> now, they're trying to like lock me in, and some of them are going, yeah. hey, look, there's going to be no more interest rate raising. Uh, is that going to happen?
2: Mm, oh, I think you'd be lucky if that's the case. Uh, I reckon the RBA would love nothing more. I reckon they're probably a little bit... They want to be kind to us if they can... But inflation's still way too high, and we know it went up last week. So, look, the good news is U.S. inflation also fell month on month last week for the first time in three years. So if you're kind of trying to do the maths on that one, I reckon we're probably in for fewer than I might have said three or four months ago, but I very much doubt the RBA's finished. No guarantees, I don't know, uh, but I reckon they've got a little bit more to go, unfortunately.
0: So if the U.S. is showing good signs, mm-hmm. does that mean we could avoid a recession? Oh,
2: yeah, that's the big question. Isn't it? I, I'm i an optimist, boy, so so discount that back a little. Take it with a crack of salt. But I reckon, yeah, if you – I mean, we're, we're still okay, right? And we saw them – their inflation went up about three or four months, four hours, started to come up. And now we're seeing those go down. We're not – as I said, we're still up at the moment, but I wouldn't be surprised if some of those pressures that come off here as well – uh, if I'm a betting man, I'm saying there's uh, uh, let's say two chances in three of avoiding a recession. So anything could go wrong from here. The U.S. could fall in a hole. China could fall in a hole. There's anything that could happen. But yeah, I mean, I'm optimistic. I reckon we're a decent chance of avoiding one in 2023.
1: Now, does the recession word do more damage than the actual like what's happening? Like us going into a recession, does that then scare yeah. everybody?
2: I love that question because absolutely it does. And this is where expectations matter. Right? The only thing that matters in economics is, is confidence. You know, we talk about GDP and unemployment. They're all backward looking. The only thing that matters in terms of what, whether I'm going to spend my money tomorrow is, do I think I'm going to have a job? Or if I'm in a business, do I think I'm going to have customers? And if the answer to that is yes, then you're going to go and spend the money. If the answer is I'm not sure or no, you're not going to do it. Back in the GFC, we didn't have a recession here. And we avoided it because in one quarter, we had a negative growth quarter, which is so two in a row is a recession. The next one grew by 0.1%. That was literally it, right? But because we avoided it, everyone went, oh, good, we've avoided recession. We can get on with it then. Now, if that had been <laughs> minus 0.1, it's bugger all difference, right? Think about, think about the size of our economy, plus 0.1, minus 0.1. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. But if we'd had the big, you know, massive headlines, recession in Australia, then yeah, we would have, A, had a recession, and B, it would have taken much, much longer to get out of. So you're absolutely right. If we can do what, <laughs> through whatever means, avoid that recession, it'll be really, really good for all of us.
1: Okay. So it's just, it's like, like 0. 0.1 does nothing. It is literally Correct. just... Yeah.
2: yeah. The difference between the two is, 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 is irrelevant, right? So it's so close. And by the way, all these numbers are estimates anyway. So no one really knows. So when you say, oh, it's minus 0. 0.1 or it's plus 0.1, you're saying, ah, somewhere between growth and decline. <laughs> Who really knows? But it's a massive difference if people think, oh, we've avoided it. Thank God, things are going to get better now. And so you go and spend, you hire, you buy the equipment, you do all those things that keep the economy rolling,
0: and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Is if it... you want more of these educated guesses, go to the Motley Fool. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, is it,
1: is it one dude guessing or is it like a committee at least? Or is it some well, guy I, going... I...
2: I, I'm, I'm the. Do you mean for the Motley Fool or the, the Australian government? Bit of both. The <laughs> <laughs> same. One guy.
0: <laughs> yes, check out the Motley Fool podcast on Listener as well as the Good Oil for more of Scott. Great work as always, mate. <laughs> uh, first one for the year. Yeah, Just mate. away Don't nicely. Great Let's work. Let's do it next week as well. If you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your mates. Hit 92.9.